So today's ad slot isn't sponsored. Instead, I want to tell you about a charity I work with who could really do with some extra help right now. I'd like you to contemplate for a moment about how you feel when you're really hungry, or if you have a child, how they behave when they're hungry. Terrible, right? Hunger affects everything. Behavior, mood, concentration, ability to learn. A hungry person, and especially a hungry child, isn't anywhere near their best self. Magic Breakfast provides free, nutritious breakfasts to over 1,000 primary, secondary, and ASL special educational needs schools across the UK. Every school day, they offer breakfasts to up to 200,000 children. But it's also not just about the food. I've visited their schools and their clubs also serve as a place for children to come together, get support from teachers, catch up on homework, relax with friends, even get their hair braided. How needed is this charity? Sadly, very, and more so than ever. According to government statistics before COVID, around 1.7 million children in the UK were living with food insecurity, meaning that they're at risk of hunger in the morning. That number is now looking closer to 4 million. And of course, with the cost of living crisis, it's just rising. I volunteer with Magic Breakfast. I'm on their development board and I know the money goes where it's needed to supporting children as well as lobbying for policy change to encourage the government to step in. Magic Breakfast actually always say that their ultimate aim is to make themselves obsolete, to end child hunger for good. If you have the ability to support a hungry child, please do check them out. It's magicbreakfast.com. Thank you. I'm a very independent person, but I have to say, like, if I didn't have the people around me that I do, I wouldn't be the person I am still. And I think most people would say that like being alone is not a nice thing. So having my friends and family around me, whether they support me or not, like well they do, but whether they do or don't, having people around you um, and good people around you to kind of uplift you um, and just to kind of experience things with, you know, that's kind of a priority just in life generally for me. Welcome to Priorities, the podcast about the things in life that really matter. I'm your host, journalist and coach Lily Silverton, and each week, along with a roster of incredible guests, I'll be exploring how priorities inform and transform our lives, sharing mindset tips, strategies, tools, and inspiration to help you prioritise your own life. We'll be covering what we think is important and unimportant, what we'd like to work on a little more, and the moments that changed our priorities and lives forever. I hope you enjoy. My guest today is singer and radio presenter Victoria Jane. Victoria is the host of Future Soul, the weekly and only R&B soul show on BBC Radio 1, where she champions new music as well as showcasing lesser-known songs from more established artists. Having started her radio career during university, Victoria was working in a call centre when she got her big break from the BBC and was invited in to cover for DJ Target on Boxing Day. And from there, they gave her her own show. As a musician herself, Victoria is also currently working on an EP, as well as performing live. Welcome, Victoria. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? 
I'm good. I am in Manchester and it's not raining, which is great because it always rains up here. <laughs> um, but I'm happy to be on the pod, definitely. I'm looking forward to speaking to you. So my first question is always, do you have some sort of morning routine? Hmm. Do you know what? Someone, I was setting up a Zoom with someone recently and they were like, no, this is my morning routine. And it got me thinking that I actually don't have like a heavy morning routine I kind of just tend to not go on my phone for the first half an hour and uh, obviously do the usual like brush my teeth shower um depending on what time I get up I might eat uh, but I might just have a coffee or a tea and yeah I try not to go, go on my phone in the first like half an hour to an hour and sometimes I kind of just have like a bit of a quiet time um, but it's hard sometimes because with my kind of schedule, it's all over the place. So I find it really hard to stick to a routine sometimes, if that makes sense. Me too. And my schedule's yeah. not all over the place. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always ask morning routine, but um, there's also, I mean, some people have more something that they do in the evening to wind down. And also for some people, like routine really doesn't work. Yeah. And, I mean, for me, I'm a mum of two young kids. So for me, my routine is non-existent. So I quite like that. <laughs> but I'm definitely not like playing anything out myself. Yeah. God, I wish I could have a morning routine, but I just feel like my life is not supposed to have, you know, a heavy morning routine. Um, and also I feel like I do do, I try to do skincare in the mornings, but it's, it's something that I need to keep remembering to do. <laughs> So, quite yeah. like that my life is just not meant to have a heavy morning routine yeah I like literally. that <laughs> so Victoria tell me what's one of your priorities I would say one of my priorities is to always be productive um productivity is has always been like a priority for me um and I feel like it's just been ingrained in me from like a very young age that productivity means you know success or at the very least if you're not if you, if you are productive you're not gonna um if you are productive you're gonna be on the way to doing something like you're working towards something or you're you're actively doing something so I think for me productivity has been like one of the key reasons why um, you know, I'm so driven and I've kind of got to where I am at now because of my priority um, being productivity. And so I'd have to say, yeah, being productive um, and not in the sense of just like being active or doing an activity, but like being productive in the sense that I'm always working towards something. I'm always doing things to, you know, achieve that like, kind of like a goal. Um, so, yeah, I would say that. That's a great one. We've never had that on before. Oh, yeah. There you go. Tell me, is this, I think you said earlier that it was quite ingrained in you. Is that ingrained in you from your parents, from your upbringing? You know what? I don't know because um, I feel like my parents have always been doing stuff to make, like make sure me and my siblings, you know, were all right. But I was never like, a rich child like I was never um was probably like a working class child like 
we would I wouldn't have the best of things growing up so I think it's just been kind of ingrained in me from what I didn't have that I wanted to be you know I wanted to have things <laughs> and I wanted to not be like I wanted the reverse of my childhood really in terms of like financial freedom and stuff which I'm still not there but because of that upbringing it kind of was ingrained in me like I need to be keep doing things till I achieve what I want to achieve and I've always felt that from a very young age so yeah in in that sense it kind of is um yeah did you if you always felt it from a very young age did you feel like the people around you your friends around you had the same drive um because I was born in London well I was born in Hertfordshire in Borehamwood and then I moved to Manchester in year six um and then I went to basically well kind of moved to Manchester in start of high school and so I my friends church happened changed all the time it's only till university that I've that I kind of found like um my the people who are my close friends now um so like I'd I think my friends over time have just been you know um not the people that have stuck around for me but my close friends now are definitely all very driven I would say like a lot of my friends now are very similar to me in like product productivity like all my friends are constantly doing things um and most of my friends are in the creative space as well. So I'd say they are similar to me in that way. I think I just have quite a, um, where I'm a bit different to them, it's just the fact that I like constantly am thinking about things I need to do. Whereas some, most of my friends will just switch off sometimes. But I am constantly, like I'm one of those who will be on the emails when they're out. Like I'm just constantly trying to, like improve and do do things that I can that will help me yeah how do you switch off then I don't know it's hard to switch off isn't it like I do find it hard because you know cost the cost of living is rising like I want to try and be and achieve better so I always have this mindset of like I need to be doing things otherwise like I'm wasting time um I think my dad's always ingrained into me like you, you you need to be doing this or oh, why are you not doing that da, 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 da. so like I've always found it hard to switch off because of that um obviously uh, my friends are all in the creative space so I will go to like certain things to support them like whether it's like one of my friends DJing or um you know an event or something so I do kind of try and switch off at those things because I'm just there to kind of like vibe and have fun but then again I find myself just like networking so (laughs) it's quite hard um I think the easiest way is when I'm around family because I'm kind of forced to switch off because my mum don't like me going on my phone or you know so I think it, it is hard to switch off um being a creative but it's so important to be able to do so Mm. are there any other things that you've tried to switch off um yeah just things like going to the cinemas and you know your activities um when I'm in the studio like um as as myself as a singer as an artist I find it easiest to switch off um but obviously I can't I don't go to the studio all the time so um I think that's probably my main outlet of switching off is the studio when you said earlier that you're always working towards a goal yeah what are some of the recent ones that you've been working towards? 
the first one that I've been trying to work towards for the past like three years is putting out new music like a project and a, a string of singles leading towards like a EP that kind of kind of is like a debut EP like me re-establishing myself because I've got music out but it's 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 old to me it's like I've discovered my new sound and the music that I'm really comfortable with and the music that brings me the most joy is what I've been making over the past couple of years so I've just been kind of gearing up to try and release this new music but um, it's been quite hard so um, that is definitely one of the my main focuses uh, one of the things that's been my main focuses recently I would also say another thing that's been heavy at the top is just having the balance balance is so hard to achieve and I speak to people all all the time about like balancing things and so I'm constantly just trying to remind myself like to balance things and kind of have that as a goal in the back of my mind like to be able to balance things but grow at the same time so there are two things I would say that come into my mind like that balance thing is conflicts with the constant productivity exactly exactly <laughs> like a weighing scale kind of so what would balance look like to you um I think for me to have a good balance right now I'd you know want to get more work opportunities but also be able to spend more time with family um I find I'm the friend that's always checking in on everyone like I feel like I'm always doing something I'm always trying to better people and you know so I'm always trying to do something so balance would also be taking a step back from some of the things that I'm always trying to do um but yeah definitely spending more time with family I think also taking more time out of you know music and radio and and maybe like traveling and having that time to kind of switch off as well um yeah but it's obviously quite hard to do those things even though they seem very easy to do (laughs) It's often the simple stuff that's the hardest. Yeah. You said earlier um, that you're always the one that's calling people and checking in, checking in and kind of what I'm hearing you say is that you're very giving. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, um, description. So what are some of the, I always ask like, what do you want to prioritize more? So maybe we can chat about this a little bit because it's always helpful for people. So if you wanted to prioritize maybe taking a bit more than giving or finding more balance there what would the steps be for you hey if you're enjoying the themes in this podcast and want to delve a bit deeper into prioritizing your own life come on over to my Substack, prioritize this where i release weekly essays voice memos and coaching questions on priorities habits values and generally the stuff that makes for a better life search prioritize this on the Substack website or app um that's kind of hard because I don't know how I would prioritize taking if things are not being offered like so that's a kind of hard one and um I feel like I'll always I I am a giving person and I will always be a giving person it's just in my nature I've always wanted to help people and kind of see people win and that's initially like what drew me to radio because being an artist myself I knew and I saw how hard it was to you know get your music played and I just loved hearing and talking about music so being able to give people a platform to have their music heard really kind of drew me to radio initially and that's 
was in my it's part of my giving nature and I think I'll always be giving so it's just more of a thing where um I am not quite sure how to do this actually what you're (laughs) asking me um yeah it's a difficult thing to think about really for me Mm. I'm asking because I think a lot of the listeners of this podcast will will share that feeling Mm. Um, yeah it's quite hard because like if you're someone who always wants to help other people but people are not necessarily helping you like if you just stop helping them then it's not really going to change anything so I just will always do me like and then whatever comes what comes to me I think you know um yeah unless someone has a better answer to that question (laughs) I mean yeah I think being a giving person is a brilliant thing um and you definitely want to keep being you and and having that amazing side of you shining through it's just balancing that with um making sure that you have enough resources for yourself Mm. to get on with all the big stuff you want to do yeah true I always think there's maybe something like for me anyway for sure around boundaries so that if I feel like I'm overgiving, it's me that needs to put those boundaries in so that I then also don't resent giving too much yeah true it's very hard to set boundaries though but I guess it's just like trial and error mm. and like putting it at the forefront I guess yeah yeah hmm any listeners got any good ideas then uh, email me yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely Internal problems I've spoken about this on the podcast before as well um that balance is like a bit of a myth this idea that we can have a perfect balance mm. because as you said like sometimes you're just gonna be really really productive and working really strongly towards a goal or intention and at other times you might have more downtime so I think it's with balance mostly about like thinking about it seasonally rather than a day-to-day balance it's more like I'm working really hard at the moment but I can see later in the year there's going to be this time where there's going to be more downtime for me yeah 100% like over winter is normally when that exists but I feel like a lot of people um you know a lot of people question balance oh how do I manage work and family life and you know but the thing is people always try and shift things or try and balance things but everything really like coexists together so you know your family and your work is all one and if you take family out of the equation and put it over there for a a little less time you still it's still in the same kind of bubble of what you're doing so it's very hard to separate things um because everything is linked at the same time Mm. um yeah there's a lot of like youtube youtube videos on balance that i've watched but it's it's very it's very interesting it's a very interesting topic Mm. sure what else is a priority to you i would say i was thinking about this because priorities are can really be many things but i think faith is definitely one of my biggest priorities um because faith has been like a relationship with god as a christian has been one of like the main things that's kind of got me through most of my most of my life I think have you always had faith yeah well I was brought up in the church Um, my mum and dad are both baptized and so me my brother and sister were always brought up in the church 
even from like an early age from like when we lived in London um so all that I like I'll remember the church till my earliest like memories so I've always been around um you know surrounded by people who are Christians and are you know religious and and that's been ingrained in me from like a very young age I'd say like it's only since I became um I'd say like maybe my teenage years is when I started to think have more of a relationship with like with God and have more be more religious and it's only when I was like entering like I'd say maybe uni that I started to understand it a bit more how does it support you? I've never had anyone say faith before either. Look, you. Yeah, interesting. I am different. Have people talk uh, about their faith before or about their um, oh. spirituality, but I've never had anyone say it. So, um, yeah, I feel like um, having that relationship with with faith and just kind of that trust with God Um you know, I think religion is a huge minefield. Like, it, there's so much to kind of delve into. But with, like, Christianity and being a Christian um, and kind of just that belief in God and that trust in God, it's really got me through, like, a lot of hard times. And there's been a lot of moments where I have, like, questioned my religion or questioned my belief. And then things have happened, which just makes me realise that, you know, oh, like, I this is actually real like I am there is like a god like so I think those times that have been hard and those times that have been good every single time has been for a reason and I really believe that um that my my relationship with faith is it has been kind of like the rock you know that like relationship with also like prayer and talking to god and I feel like that's been the anchor for you know my getting through like education and getting through hard times and just um every everything comes back to faith for me all the time every everything I do I always feel like I've done through faith um so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. is yours a musical church what do you mean like it's the like songs and stuff like yeah like some churches are very very musical to be fair I don't think I a lot of the time I took the sermons in properly because I was younger and I just didn't understand but I think my favorite part um was of like the singing and the worship because everyone just comes together and it's just so it's just so nice Uh, and I remember when lockdown started and that was like the first time in ages that I hadn't been to church and I was like oh my gosh like what they do but then they did it online so yeah but yeah no singing in the worship is like my favorite part what else is a priority to you I would say um friends and family are maybe the third priority because I was trying to think what what would other people say and I was like I'm not going to listen to the other podcast episodes because I don't want to copy anyone <laughs> so let me just try and um come up with something but yeah I think friends and family because Sometimes like I'm a very independent person, but I have to say like if I didn't have the people around me that I do, I wouldn't be the person I am still. Um and I think most people would say that like being alone is not a nice thing. So having my friends and family around me, whether they support me or not, like well they do, but whether they 
do or don't having people around you um, and good people around you to kind of uplift you um, and just to kind of experience things with you know that's kind of a priority just in life generally for me what about music how is music a priority to you um oh yeah I should have said music that was obviously the other one yeah I think music is like I didn't even think of music because it's just it is just the thing that is a constant in my life so it didn't even cross my mind but um yeah I think I'll always have a love for music and I had a love for music from an early age I always knew that I just loved music and I wanted to be in and around and just be in music and just make music I was always singing from a young age and just like um playing well trying to play instruments and stuff but yeah I think to me I, I listen to music every day and music is something that every single person has in their life like every single person listens to music well for me music is a constant because I can't like go a day without listening to music and I think music has got me through so many like difficult times or music is also an outlet for me because I'm an artist so music is just a very very big thing in my life personally is it the worst question ever to ask you like what your favorite song might be that's a really hard question. I can tell you who my favourite artist is now. Yeah. Um, Children of Zeus from Manchester. So I don't know if you know them. I don't. But they are legendary. So if you don't know Children of Zeus, two guys from Manchester who make soul music, that is just out of this world. Um, one guy sings, the other guy raps. Um, yeah, they're insane. And... When I tell people Children of Zeus are my favourite artists or artists, people are shocked because obviously they're quite new, they're upcoming. Well, they've been making music for quite a few years now, but they're new in the sense that they're not like old school. They are like someone who's still on the come up. Mm. But they are, to me, they make timeless music that everyone can listen to and enjoy. So, yeah, Children of Zeus. Children of Zeus will go out. So you got your show on Radio 1, Future Soul. Yeah. How did you get your show? How did you get into that? That is such a long story. Um, I will try and make it short. So so then I did uh, broadcast journalism at uni because when I was researching, that's the one that was coming up for radio. So I did that, realised it was nothing to do with radio. It was just like all to do with like news and reporting. And I was just... I was really annoyed to be fair, but I was like, oh, might as well just do it because to like, please my parents or whatever. And um, so I started student radio though in university. Then I ended up going to community radio and joined a station in Manchester called Unity Radio. Um, and on Unity Radio is where I kind of met people in the Manchester music scene. I connected with producers and artists. And, you know, it was at the time where most people were still were on the come up or just starting their careers in music and like people at H was was just starting um just Banco um there's a lot of rappers IMDDB she was just starting or these people were just on the come up so I was starting to get involved in the Manchester music scene around this time and I realized then like oh I can actually do music like I like I was my first time in a studio session was with 
this guy called Litech and 24K. And they basically just, Litech told me, like, you can just go on YouTube and learn how to produce. So I started trying to learn how to produce my own music. Um, and so I started doing music, but then also was still at Unity Radio. And I was at Unity Radio up until like nearly two years ago um, when I found out about the BBC's Christmas Presenters competition. And so they have this competition where you can submit a show reel and have the chance to basically take over one of the shows on BBC over Christmas. Um, and I ended up covering DJ Target on BBC Radio 1 and 1 Extra on Boxing Day. So that is how I kind of got my in. Um, but my show came about because after that, I went back to working in a call centre um, doing sales. And then the guy from Radio 1 called me and he was kind of like, you know, what do you actually really want to do? Just kind of sussing me out. And I, I, I said, like, there's no space for R&B music on Radio 1. So I submitted a demo show to him for that. And then like six months later, they asked me to um, be the host of this new show. So that's kind of it all compressed into one little, <laughs> little bit, really. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's been a little, it's been a journey, but it's only been a like, few years. But yeah. You're still very young. Yeah, right. <laughs> People tell me this all the time, but I think I just I knew I always wanted to do that. And when you know what exactly what you want to do, it's you you've got to just work out and you'll get to where you want to be. I think that's why I've got to where I am at such a young age. Um, because I knew that I wanted to be a presenter and I knew I initially always wanted to be on one extra, so I was very surprised that this happened. But um it happened so I think that's why I'm not where I am with music though because as an artist you don't know how to get there so it's not it's not as straightforward as you know being a presenter what's something that you couldn't care less about what's not a priority something that I used to really care about that I still do what I really just couldn't really care less is what people think of me because I used to really be such a shy person like I used to really be so self-conscious, especially as a kid growing up with eczema. I used to be so honestly the opposite of what I am now. But I just switched one day and I was just like, you know what, I honestly don't care. What is going to change unless someone's actually being physical um, or, or it's coming from someone that really matters? I really don't care. So I think people's perception of me, I... I'm honestly not bothered. Like if someone comments or something bad, I'll just delete it. I just really am not bothered anymore. Um, yeah, that's, I think, one of the things that comes to my head. That's a really good thing. I think people struggle that with, struggle with that for their entire lives. Yeah, I think obviously there's going to be the odd thing now and again, but I have that perception now where I really just don't care. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's a really good thing. Victoria, have your priorities ever shifted in an instant? Has your life ever changed? Um, don't really know how to answer it. Like I was thinking of this and I literally could not find an answer in my head and I knew the question was going to come. Um, but I was just like, because I don't think I've ever had anything drastic happen to me. I've always like thought very rationally um, and I'll, I'm always like, I'll get to that bridge when it comes to it kind of approach to things. 
you know, I'm fortunate enough to, um, like I said, have that relationship with Faith. So I think when things do happen, like I just kind of go to go to Faith and just like pray about it. So I don't think anything has really shifted my perspective or priorities that much where I've not been, like I, I think I've always been sort of the same. I've had like instances where I've had in the past, like when I was younger and a bit more naive, like falling out with friends in a in a bad way, which really made me like think differently about people. Um, when I started getting involved like in the industry, you know, that really made, shifted my perspective of things and how, everything really seems dreamy in the industry in the inside but really it's it's all a load of rubbish like people are really getting involved in the industry getting into the actual industry will really open your eyes to how people are and how everything is like cogs going going around in the industry so I think maybe that to be fair is probably the biggest eye-opener perspective shift you know um it made me always kind of it made me think that you know just to take things with a pinch of salt because people can chat so much rubbish literally so maybe that I think will go with that that's a good one how have you navigated the industry then just taking everything with a pinch um I'm trying my best like I when I started Radio 1 is kind of when I first got my foot in the industry and I was with Insanity management um up until this year and so that kind of they kind of dealt with a lot of things for me but at the same time I was obviously dealing with a lot of things on my own so I you know I kind of just try to um have a steady head and not get too excited about things because people when you're like excited and um and you know hype about certain situations or opportunities then you can often miss things um I've realized so you just have to kind of have have like a a, another manager's head on yourself I think and look at things um like really actually overthink certain things that's what I've kind of learned to do yeah, should overthink or you shouldn't overthink? No, I, I, I really overthink some things because the industry is so mad. Like there's been set, certain situations where I've just been like, oh, yeah, it's fine, but it's really not. Like, I should have think, thought about that situation or that event or that contract properly, or, you know. So really, like, actually overthink certain things. Um, maybe overthink is not the right word, but, like, have a look at from different angles. Mm. yeah Mm. I'm sure that a lot of people in not in the music industry as well can relate to that for sure Mm. you know we often act quite quickly or you know listen to what someone says and then take them for their word and go with it yeah question very much or you know take take a step back and breathe for a minute yeah I think it's it's also like in the industry everyone wants to be someone so it's so hard to find like genuine people who actually want to like work with you as well or who are just genuinely doing what they're doing so you just kind of have to look at people like a bit like obviously not look at them like that but like kind (laughs) of just sum them up not sum them up size them up a bit yeah Mm. yeah size everyone up a bit yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, Victoria, is there anything you want to say before we finish? Anything you want to chat about? Um, yeah, well, first, thank you for having me. It's been nice. Yeah, I would also say um, that I have a few things coming up. I, Well, my socials are underscore Victoria Jane, I think, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you search my name, hopefully it comes up on Spotify and um, you know your streaming services for my music but my show if you want to listen and discover new R&B and soul artists is on Radio 1 every Sunday night but you can listen back on BBC Sound it's called Future Soul um, and yeah I'm actually performing in London um, at a venue called Hootenanny um, on the 25th of May and the 20th of August at Cloud X Festival in London so I've got two shows coming up and I have also got a few hosting gigs so yeah have a look on my socials for all of that all right check it out thank you <laughs> thank you so much a great day if you enjoyed this episode of priorities I'd really appreciate it if you could make it your priority today to hit subscribe and also rate and review as this helps other people find it thank you so much for listening take care